Can you hear me through this mic? I, or sorry, welcome back to Bruce Bites. This is Bruce. I have, I'm using my mic now, my Blue Yeti mic. Let me tell you, I went back to listen. I'm not even sure, is this really connecting to the, is this really connecting to the microphone? Sorry for that in your ear. My bad. I listened. I went back to listen to the last episode I did. And I was like, oh, my God, this sounds horrible. And I was trying to add in the sound effects. And they it was just it sounded bad. It's important for me, though, to leave up artifacts. I think it's I, I've, I've been on the fence with this. But I think I I try so hard to well not as much now but I try so hard to be perfect and for people who are starting podcasts or just want to do anything I think you need to know that like it's okay if you are not brilliant in the beginning like you have to learn how to do it and while I'm not I don't uh, I don't want to say I'm not proud of my first episodes because I, I mean I did them but I, I would think um, there's an evolution that happens, right? I get better. I am now, I had to buy like a USB adapter and port and all that to hook it up to uh, to my, uh, my iPad Pro here. But I think that's a step in the right direction. So thank you all for joining and for following along on the journey. And you got to, you can say I was there in the beginning when it was rough. All right. Um, so next, well, I think that was my check-in about the process. Yeah, the process is I bought a USB adapter and port. I got out my microphone. I am hoping that this is loud enough. I can't hear, and I guess I'll listen to this after I post and make changes later. I am feeling like I want to go back to GarageBand. I had more control over my sounds and you could fade things in and out and I just was I'm more familiar with that but that also takes more time and I don't know I have to I gotta test it out in my free time to see how I like it Um, I said I would do a mental health check-in on the on the episodes I wonder why would I do only mental health and not physical health um well mental health it's good i mean i'm sorry i'm fidgeting with the mic (laughs) mental health is good i guess yeah like i noticed last night i have this issue where i can't go to sleep and it's not that i'm not sleepy it's like i I describe it as this like little kid inside of me that's like i don't want to go to sleep even though he's sleepy and my brain is like read this article no read this article or plan this and it's not like let me reflect it's like let me start some new project from scratch and this is while I'm in bed <laughs> and so I was such a tool to my mind last night anytime it told me to do something I just did it and what I what I hope to do for myself tonight is to be curious and inquisitive about that voice when it pops up and says do this thing tonight because it's like bruh really i'm finna go to sleep you know so i gotta i gotta figure that out uh and today was kind of today kind of sucked 
I was nervous about this meeting I was going to have with my boss, and it went well, and I don't even know why I was worried. <laughs> uh, a couple of other things kind of maybe made me angry, then didn't. Uh, one thing I think about, and I had, I thought about this today, and it didn't work as well because I was sleepy, and when I'm sleepy, it's just harder. But it's this idea of like uh, the last time you got angry or you were happy, like where did that come from? Like where 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 did that thought come from, right? And then it left at some point, right? And where did it go? So like where it kind of came from nothing and it went back to nothing. And I got this from my Sam Harris waking up meditation. When he said that, it blew my mind because I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, the things do kind of start out of nowhere and then they kind of dissolve into nothing. <laughs> if I let it, if I be, if I take the role of the observer as opposed to letting the emotion just totally consume and control me. Uh, so I guess in that sense, the mental health has been good. And, well, but you know, it's a day-by-day -day thing. Physical health, I guess, I could also share. I did some, did I do yoga today yet? I just got a chemical peel on my face, and so I'm not supposed to sweat until I start peeling. And I'm kind of happy to be taking off time from the gym because... I mean, I love the gym. It's great, but it's also I'm also like God, I'd be fucking tired getting <laughs> up in the morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so let's get to the reading. I'm gonna be straight up with y'all. I'm not in the mood for Stephen Covey right now, and there are about six articles that I need that I want to read because I think these articles will inform my potential sessions that I do in the future these are I'm not going to read them all today I'm going to read one at a time uh, this one this article is called work was from the work-life balance series in Harvard Business Review and it's called take your lunch break it's an exclamation point there um, I'm going to read the summary and then I'll read the article well In 2019, I was invited to share what I would consider a life well-lived. While 2019 looked considerably different than 2020 upon reflection, my answer remains the same. I'd consider my life well-lived if I took time to eat lunch during the workday almost every day. This means not at my desk, not in a meeting or while working, but connecting with someone or even myself while I eat mindfully. I'm committed to doubling down on this in 2021. It continues. Remote working has made it nearly impossible to keep a commitment I try to stick to, to step away from work to eat lunch or go for a walk in the middle of the day. As we try to make sense of the painful year that just passed and plan for 2021 and the new normal at work, I'd like to add Let's normalize a proper, generous lunch break, both in the remote environment and especially when we return to any sort of regular in-person office environment. North American workers are famously overworked. In 2018, they took an average of 17.4 vacation days, leaving 768 
million vacation days on the table. And that's if they were lucky enough to have vacation days at all. The U.S. has the distinct dishonor of being the only country in the OECD, I don't know what this stands for, that doesn't guarantee a single day of federally mandated paid time off. The nation's workers also eschew lunch to work longer. In fact, 62% of American workers say they eat at their desks. They eat lunch at their desks. Research shows that thanks to remote work, we're spending an average of 48.5 minutes more at work each day. That's almost an hour. Attending more meetings, yeah, and navigating more emails. Yeah, I feel like my email is still about the same. While I've been dedicated to my lunchtime commitment, whether it's eating away from my desk, catching up with a friend, or going for a walk, I found myself succumbing to the eat mindlessly in front of your computer habit and skipping meals and walks altogether for much of 2020. That's a shame because as a Singaporean, lunchtime has always been, this is much longer than I thought it was going to be. There are three things that she suggests in this article. Uh, the first one is to take lunch visibly. And this is mostly for managers. And the idea here is that if you show that you're taking a break, other people will feel like they can take a break too. I'll read an excerpt. Uh, the most important thing here isn't the meal itself, but rather to make it okay to leave your workplace, remote or not, and take a break, whether that's to eat, exercise, or go for a walk. When leaders take breaks and make it known that they're protecting that time, employees feel empowered to do the same. I agree. My boss never takes a break, and he works seven days a week, I think. And he just got on me for working more than I needed to. And I'm like, well, you're kind of sending conflicted messages, man. But I, I mean, I get it. But I mean, I know he's busy and I struggle with this. Even when I taught this or led this session the other day, like, I don't know. Sometimes it is if you tried to do all of these tips every day, you would it would be a struggle. Like when I try to, like, take my lunch, not overwork do all of these cool things throughout the day to be productive i don't get shit done like because i or it feels like i'm not i wouldn't get (laughs) what am i trying to say here um it's hard to be perfect it's hard to always make the right decision on whether i should you know take a lunch or not whether i should work an extra hour or not whether i should put in time on the weekend or not like it's hard to know that so, I don't know, just do your best. Uh, the first thing was take lunch visibly. The next thing was to limit meetings at some midday hour. So basically they're saying, um, if you're a company and if you run your own company, you could be like, look, every day from 12 to 12.45, that's off time. I don't care what you do. You can stay here and eat your lunch. You can go get to the cleaners or whatever, but like, we don't schedule meetings between 12 and 1 o'clock here, period. They're, they're starting to schedule 12, 12.30 meetings pretty regularly at my job. And, like, I kind of get it, but I'm also like, is this really so important that we could not have waited until we could find a time where everybody was not, where, every, where people were available and you wouldn't have to do it over lunch? Like, you just want me to work all day? Like, and 
that's the standard in North American. Uh, oh, listen, th listen at this. Hang on. It says right here, limit meetings at some midday hour. That's the second point. Back-to-back -back meetings are characteristic of North American work culture and cause em employees at many companies to skip lunch. <laughs> um, all right. The third thing is to encourage recurring lunch events. Um, this is like potluck come together on lunchtime. I'm not really here for that, but if you are, then that's a thing. Uh, and it's also a way for people to get to know their colleagues, uh, but I'm not into that. Uh, the fourth option is to organize lunchtime networking events and making sure leaders are present. This could be kind of cool, but the idea is that we take our lunch to eat, not to network. But people are more likely, I guess, to Employees are more likely to leave their virtual desks to attend scheduled activities when they see the value in doing so. For example, in connecting with leaders. They're more likely to leave their virtual desk to attend scheduled activities. But how would you schedule an activity if we're all working from home? You'd still be at your computer. I did see something on some article somewhere and it talked about um, like meeting your co-workers for lunch I guess if you still lived in the same area like you could still meet them which eh, I don't know uh, the final tip is to prioritize lunch even if you work for yourself um, so I, th I think that kind of says it there uh, so um, how do I do this I typically take a lunch break every day <laughs> and I'm also studying for Sorry about that. I'm also studying for the PMP, and so um, I use one hour for, like, well, I use a whole hour for the PMP, actually, and I just kind of eat while I'm doing that. But what I do is I don't sit at my desk. Um, today, I actually took a lunch break. I was stressed out about some things, and, you know, and I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't think. And so I just, I took a, I took a break, um, and I, like, folded laundry and stuff. So I do try to take my lunch break. One of my old, one of my, maybe my favorite or, well, I, at that point in my life, she was so impactful to me as a manager. Um, but she has since passed. Um, she would say, take your salary and divide it, you know, you figure out the hourly rate. You know? um, and so every time you don't go to lunch, you're giving that much money back to the, you're throwing it away or you're giving that much back to the organization. My time is worth a lot. And if you think about it, like, I don't know, probably most of the professionals in this area make anywhere from, I don't know, 60 to 80 dollars an hour, you know, if you break it out that way. Um, if I go, if I forego 60 dollars, I could have taken 30 dollars and going to get myself a really nice lunch by myself and had an hour to recuperate but instead i just gave 60 dollars back to the company like that's no point uh, so in terms of what i want to leave you all with today is to take a break take a break listen 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 hang on i really want to speak 
I want to speak to you here. And I know you're listening. And, I'm, and you know exactly who I'm talking to. <sighs> I know it's hard. You just get caught up at work, right? You just be caught up. I'm going to tell you this. And I, you're going to have to figure out how to make this work for yourself. Um, I There are things that I intentionally don't do now. Like, I can't go to every meeting. And once... I accepted that and I picked, you know, I was, you know, I, I'm not picking a big meeting to skip, but like if somebody has a meeting and they schedule it at 1230 and I'm like, if they, if they're going to send out minutes, I'm, I'm not going to go to that meeting. Sometimes I tell them I'm not coming. Other times I just don't show up. <laughs> but in order for you to have a lunch break, you might have to not do something else. But I don't know. I just feel like don't you can't run hard all day the lunch break is a time for you to get your thoughts together so i mean if you can you don't got don't do it every day or maybe you can't do it 30 minutes maybe it's 15 minutes i don't know just think about it and try it um i don't know let me see what happens um, i think that's it for this episode of bruce bites thank you all for joining and i will talk to you all soon